calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Okay, perk number, um, whichever I was on, of spending Christmas in space? It's not too cold for ice cream. Oh, ow! Oh, brain freeze! Crud, please tell me my present this year isn't getting pranked by Canaveral. Again. Hello? Oh god. Hello? Wait, no, I probably turned it to a radio station by mistake. Hi! Hi, I'm Joy. Or I could just be going nuts. That's a distinct possibility. Sorry, I think I hopped onto your frequency by mistake. This radio of mine kinda has a mind of its own. Oh, yeah, geez, I've been there. I can move to another if I'm interrupting- No, you're good, you're good. Uh, nice to meet you, Joy. I'm, uh, Sid. Sid Sigunski. Hi! Where am I catching your signal from, Sid? Queens, uh, New York, city. You're on my truck radio. What about you? That's on the East Coast, right? Look up. Okay. Are you in Central Park Tower or something? Higher. That's sort of the tallest building people can live in around here. I'm not sure. Wait, are you in a plane? Higher. A spaceship? I'm on the International Space Station. You can't see me, but I'm waving. No kidding. Well, I'm waving too. So, you doing experiments up there? Meeting aliens? Nah, I'm just the radio technician. Although, the other day I saw a piece of space junk that kind of looked like a camel. Sounds very exciting. And sort of like my job. I'm a mechanic. In New York City. Wow. Do you fix a lot of celebrities' cars? Or limousines? Nah, mostly taxi cabs and people who don't want to give up paying their car insurance. But it pays the bills. But you have a car? I, I, I have a truck. A car in New York is like paying to keep a very large horse in a one-bedroom full of little glass vases. A truck guarantees you a free meal every time one of your friends moves and some off-Broadway tickets every once in a while because God forbid one of the stage crew hire a van. Sounds complicated. Eh, he pays for himself pretty quick. You're a truck? Good old Mel. You telling me you don't name your gear? Well, duh. You are currently broadcasting live through... Monica Stephanie Cadillac Washington. The third. What happened to the other two? State secret. Oh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Ah, thank you, but that's not my scene. 
Oh, that's okay. I know Christmas can be kind of a hard time of the year for some people, and I hope you- I mean, sure, sure, but also I'm Jewish. Uh, Joy? I lose your signal there? No, I'm still here. Great! But, yeah, not my scene, but a very happy one to you up there. Thanks. Sorry about that. Eh, if I had a nickel for every time somebody told me Merry Christmas and looked at me like I was crazy when I said Haxemech back, I could just buy a new radio instead of fixing this piece of junk. Oh no! What happened to it? Well, it broke. Uh-huh. Due to some electrical external complications. I've never heard that term before. I spilled orange juice on it, okay? On accident? Of course on accident! Why wouldn't it be on accident? Well, you just sound really upset about the whole thing, and I've heard of people spilling coffee or water on their car radios. Okay, I did it on purpose! What is this, a murder trial? You spilled orange juice on your radio. Allegedly. You just admitted to it. Fine. On purpose? Listen, people have done weirder things to get out of meeting their in-laws. Oh... Your partners? Girlfriend. Potential in-laws. Knocked around the idea, but her right hand's a prosthetic, so I'm trying to find a ring that won't scratch it up. And basically, basically, I'm sitting in a chicken soup of stress right now, and this is not helping. So, why did you break it, then? May I plead temporary insanity? From the orange juice? From nerves. Lots of them. Meet the parents, you know how that goes. The day of all freaking days. But you don't celebrate Christmas? They do. Oh. Yeah. Big Colombian Catholics up in Middletown. I'm told there will be caroling, which would be fine, except that I couldn't tell you the lyrics to any religious Christmas carol if you threatened to clobber me. And that is intentional. And I'm kosher, but I don't know if Aaron's told them that. And you're nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous. I don't get nervous, but here we are. Do you think they won't like that you're Jewish? No, no, but I mean, for Pete's sake, I'm already going to stick out like a sore thumb. Her dad's a lawyer, mom's at some publishing house from Europe, I don't know. And yeah, they're fine with their daughter being a lesbian, but she's, like, demi. You're... Decidedly not. Oh, God, it's going to be so awkward when one of the kids asks me why my sweater has a flaming pitchfork on it. Hmm. Maybe you just have to show them how alike your holidays really are. But they're not. Hanukkah isn't a big holiday. That's more Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. My family didn't even go very big for it growing up. We just gave each other presents on the eighth day and tried to keep the cousins from cheating at dreidel. You can do that? You haven't met my little cousins. Okay. So... We're facing a bit of a dead channel situation here. Huh? You know how back in the 30s when radio was kind of the wild, wild west? Yeah. There were way more channels up for grabs. For everybody from amateurs to professional stations. Granted, most of the bigwigs got clear channel status, but for everybody else, there was still plenty of room if you could jostle for it. So you had all these different kinds of people fighting to get on the air. Not a hundred percent following this metaphor, but okay. So... Because everyone was trying to broadcast over each other at once, signals got crossed and jammed, and nobody got to put out everything they wanted to play. I'm 
pretty sure talking over each other is more of my cultural thing, not theirs. Sure, but people don't just send out signals when they say things. You're already going in there nervous. What about them? What about them? You don't think maybe they're nervous too? Joy, why the hell would her parents be nervous? They're the ones who are hosting and meeting their daughter's girlfriend for the first time on the biggest Christian holiday of the year. Technically, that's Easter, but I'm not going to break your flow. See? Oh, jeez. You really think they're scared to meet me? I think they're afraid they're going to say the wrong thing, just like any other time of the year, and make their daughter unhappy. The holidays can make stuff that's already pretty stressful go completely cattywampus. Is that astronaut slang for something? It means total crazy bonkers disaster. Ah, in my neck of the woods, we call that Kapora. What do you know, cultural exchange? So, if you're nervous and totally compensating, and they're nervous and hosting Christmas and totally compensating, all on the same wavelength, you think maybe something's gonna go wrong? I can almost guarantee it. Yep. Uh, not so happy holidays to you guys. So what? Your solution is just don't be nervous? What kind of schmuck thinks that actually works? I'm not saying to just stop having anxiety about it. It might help, though, to remember that Aaron's parents are probably freaking out, too. Prevent some misunderstandings. And hey, maybe you can joke about it. Bullheadedly injecting a terrifying situation with humor. It's our specialty. Exactly. And Aaron will probably feel better about both of you guys. Aaron? Oh, Aaron! Yeah, her girlfriend is meeting her parents on Christmas. Kind of the scariest option. No, she just walked in. Babe! Hey, Bunny. Who are you talking to? Uh, Joy, this is Aaron. Aaron, this is Joy. Whoa, where are they? No, the radio. Ah, they on CB? Uh, not quite. Hello, hello. Merry Christmas, Aaron. I'm coming to you live from the good old ISS. Wow, that's some signal. How's your Christmas going, Joy? It's been a very chatty one. Speaking of which... Oh, boy. Sid and I have been talking, you see. And maybe she's got something she wants to tell you? Oh, really? I may or may not be a little nervous about meeting your parents. I know. And it's not your fault, and I don't think they're bad people, but I feel... Wait, what? Yeah, duh. I was nervous when I met your parents. But it was Purim! My mom was dressed like Spongebob! You know how embarrassing it is to be afraid of Spongebob? I don't trust him, frankly. Silence, Goy. My parents loved you. They think you're great. Yeah, so, based on past data... Do not utilize your risk analysis talk on me. It's not cute. You think it's extremely cute. That's beside the point. Hey, my parents are gonna love you. They will probably hug you so hard your ribs bruise, fair warning. And it's gonna be fine gonna be fine. You're gonna do great. I'm gonna do great. And I love you. I love you too. So, did you say this thing was tonight? Yeah. Oh, shit!
This episode was written by Newton Shuttlecotty, with dialogue editing by Nico Goldstein and sound design by Claudia Elvidge. Sid was played by Newton Shuttlecotty, Aaron was played by Leslie Gideon, and Joy was played by Talmanier. Good news alert! We've sniffed out a winner from the Go Kid Go team, Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dullsville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full on Bark Street, with hilarious busybodies like Lorraine the Neighborhood Watchduck, Poot the Groundhog, and Fred the Squirrel popping around. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Yes? Then tag along with us for the fun and see if you can help solve the mysteries by listening to Snoop and Sniffy on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.